the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. We open with a drop on the markets today, but not as bad of a drop. I know that doesn't really sound all that great. Stocks are climbing, all things considered, from where we opened. The SP 500's up. The NASDAQ is down four points. The Dow's down 60. I kind of like starting with that because recently we've had a big whoosh up or a big whoosh down. Jobless claims smash records. We knew this was coming, and now it's out there. This is something that actually helps over time, the demon known versus the demon unknown. Jobless claims top six million. Wow. The economy is falling into an abyss. Does that make it sound like I'm exaggerating? Because I don't really think I am. London's mayor, not London's mayor, ah, that's funny, San Francisco's mayor, London breed, said the shelter-in-place order, which was just extended to May 3rd, could extend even further. So it's starting to look like mid-May before we start to wake from the economic slumber, maybe sooner. I'm not, I'm not definitive on this. Um, the number of confirmed cases in the Bay Area continues to rise, but some health experts say that the situation is nowhere near as dire as other parts of the country, but it's economically dire, right? Um, businesses are going down, some of them. Companies are beginning to eliminate 401k matches to cut costs. I've got a sister-in-law who took a 20% pay cut um, from a big, big marketing job. So there's some realness happening out there. Stocks opened higher today after a two-day slide. Oil rebounds 8% amidst hopes that the price war between Saudi Arabia and Russia could soon end. A lot of damage between Saudi Arabia and Russia is being created in the United States with our shale fracking oil operations, which, if you're an environmentalist, you're probably going, well, good. Let them go out of business. Again, it's jobs. Jobless claims more than doubled to a record 6.6 million Strength today in energy, oil stocks, weakness in consumer staples, and healthcare. Lots to go through today. Finally, the stock market starts to feel like it has some other stories inside of it. For instance, like I said, companies begin eliminating 401k matches to cut costs. That's a killer. Now, again, I'd rather have them cut my 401k match than my job, but I still need to retire from age 60 to 100. Let's talk a little bit about those jobless claims. These are bad numbers. The numbers are going to get worse. We're going to go from basically anyone who has a job who wants a job. That created a situation where there's some job openings where we wanted them filled, which were higher education demands maybe. 
despite our economy is a little bit frail on the service side, not on the the science and math engineering side. So got a little bit too fat on the non-educated jobs in America. The torrent of Americans filing for unemployment insurance skyrocketed. Again, every day, some of these thoughts hit you deeper and deeper. So far in two weeks, we've had 10 million people, Americans, file for unemployment. My experience with unemployment from working with you, the common listener or viewer, is that you tend to stay on unemployment a little bit longer than you thought, or you stay on a little bit longer than I thought. Um, The total of about 5.8 million was the unadjusted number, a number that some economists consider more relevant because seasonal adjustments are less relevant. Um, Sadly, that means the numbers are being underestimated right now as far as the number of claims. Before the coronavirus shut down, major parts of the economy. The highest week for claims was 695,000 back in 1982. The Great Recession high was 665,000. Yeah, we just did 6.6 million. So add a zero on the Great Recession high. Some say that's good. Some say that's bad. Get it out of the way. Show Congress this is real. Get some action out of Congress. We've lived through a Great Recession and 9-11, this current investment crop, investor crop, um, and this is worse than both of those. The $2 trillion that has been approved by Congress allows workers to stay out on employment longer. That, again, will continue to drain the resources of America. But again, I'm not complaining. Minorities are disproportionately affected by the displacement. So a lot of the positive wage differential that we've seen shrinking in the past 10 years from both females to males and African-Americans to Caucasian white Americans, some of that's going to go away. So we got a lot going on today. There's a company that I've talked about in the past, which is considered the Starbucks of China. And again, it shows us why... Investing in pure Chinese names is an adventure in investing. A company called Luckin Coffee. I looked at it a couple years ago, probably as early as late as or early as recently as six months ago. And an internal investigation has found that the COO of the company fabricated 80% of the company's revenues. Whoa. Um, that's a lot. That's a lot. So the shares are down 80% uh, for fabricating revenue and losses. So the two-and-a-half-year-old company, which had hoped to overtake Starbucks' largest coffee chain in China, said investors should not rely on its prior statements. Anytime a company ever says that, and I'm so happy I'm saying this because I feel like we're moving a little past coronavirus for just a second. Anytime a company says that they have material restatements on their balance sheets, you need to sell. It's almost that simple. It's when the company says, we don't know what the hell is going on with our finances, you have to understand that they don't know what the hell is going on with their finances, and that creates hell on the financial markets. So maybe the next Starbucks in China is Starbucks, right? And again, it goes to show you that what you learn about... um, China, and this is a big story right now in the headline news, 
is did they fabricate how many people had corona, how fast they got it to respond? We look at them and we go, okay, well, they, they, they had some bad numbers and they had a lot of deaths, but they also went door to door with thermometers. And if you were found to have a fever, you were taken away from your children. And that's not necessarily a good thing. And, I, and you kind of get where that's going. Um, so we come back to one of the basic tenets of investing. Maybe invest in your own backyard or invest in companies that you knew when you were a child. And don't try to invest in the company that's going to be the next Porsche or the next Intel or the next Microsoft. Anyhow, and anyway, you can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Got some really good downloadables at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. If you want to email Chad Burton to get a copy of what to do during the government stimulus, drop him in a fo- uh, email at chad at newfocusfinancial.com, chad at newfocusfinancial.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. We're making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. Thank you for listening to the show. By the end of the day... I should have a pretty well laid out PDF of what actions you should take effective immediately tied towards the stimulus plan that was passed to get money into your hands, my hands, other people's hands, small businesses, individuals who make X amount of dollars. I will have a PDF for you. Um, Right now, it's in raw form, but it's getting designed up by the end of the day. It should be there. You can email if you want a copy of it, chad at newfocusfinancial.com, chad at newfocusfinancial.com. Once I get a copy in my hands, I'll take over that responsibility just so that um, you can get something. There's some really good stuff in it that, I'm going to be honest with you, looks like free money. Now, that may upset you because that's probably not the intent that you thought of like, ooh, there's free money in this for me. Then I'm in. Um, Rob doesn't sound like he needs free money. Why is he take going after free money? If I'm tied towards a small business and I have a choice of laying off someone or not, I'm going to go for the free money. If they say you get free money for not laying off someone. So I get it. Um, right now is the time that makes me think of Mr. T the most. This is a time where you can be foolish. And Mr. T used to say, I pity the fool. He was also into gold. So he's kind of working both angles here pretty correctly. I try to stay away from the modern-day doom and gloom theory. It's also known as the modern modern monetary theory, MMT. Last night at 5 p.m., I had a choice of watching Dumb and Dumber on TNT or watching the press conference about coronavirus. And I was like, I think I'm going to go with Dumb and Dumber today. Um, but I'm being foolish because I'm, I'm not looking at what I should be looking at. The level of assistance we are offering American citizens in favor of financially irresponsible corporations um, is high. We are practicing not capitalism here. In order for capitalism to work, you have to allow corporations to fail. Capitalism is creative destruction. The bankruptcy process works just fine, and it has for many, many, many years. It works fine for individuals, and it does for corporations as well. Now, in bankruptcy, the people who get hurt are typically the shareholders and the creditors. Um, 
so in this case, we're saying let's give money to the consumer instead of let's give money to the business, or why do any of this at all? Let capitalism truly find its own level. So hyperinflation, we don't really see it here. And with unlimited quantitative easing, with negative interest rates or close to negative interest rates, a large part of the, not a large part, but a chunk of the world has negative interest rates. With unlimited deficits, with direct monetization, with COVID pandemonium, you could see how hyperinflation could be a theory out there. The problem is we're probably heading more towards a deflationary black hole than you'd imagine. Deflation to me is a lot worse than inflation. If you're on correlations on gold with various stuff, it turns out the highest correlation is to budget deficits. Gold hit a high of $1,900 an ounce. Mr. T loves gold. Uh, with a post-global financial crisis, there's some silver lining here. But I think the way we set up our stimulus is a little incorrect. We should let some companies fail. And then we'd say things along the lines of, well, maybe they should have been better prepared. And we should let some individuals fail. Instead of saying, you know, um, you bought a house, you really couldn't afford it. Then you had to take a 20% pay cut. Guess what? You're going to get foreclosed on. That's kind of the rules and how they work. There typically isn't a backdrop just because you bought a house, you get saved. How about for the people who are renting? I was talking to my sister, who was a school teacher yesterday, and the cruelest joke went around that any kid who went to third and fifth grade this year or any class was that they're going to have to repeat that same year next year, that the school year didn't count even though it was 75% done. No! And parents were not happy. It was April Fool's, but they were not happy. Uh, Winston Churchill once said about Americans, he said, Americans can be relied upon to do the right thing after exhausting all other possibilities. And one thing that I don't like here is, is that that's not how we play this game. We play the game of let's bail out certain people and let's not bail out other people. And that's just a fact, Jack, so to speak. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. So the big story today is 6.6 .6 million new jobless claims. If you take a look at your paycheck, you'll see unemployment insurance thrown out there. And that's you're basically buying it on yourself, but it goes to fund other people, right? Um, and it's really not insurance, except for it's the government-backed insurance. But the initial claims is bad news, and it looks like bad news. Yesterday, the United States had over 1,000 deaths in one day. Spain recorded 950 deaths in one day. Some stats are starting to come together that more people will die of the coronavirus in the United States than Korea and Vietnam put together. Whoa. Um, that's kind of a whoa moment. Now, the good news and the bad news is, for instance, the economic data that we saw today on unemployment claims, it looks like a skyscraper. We go from these grinding levels, low, you know, just sideways, 200,000, 250, 200, 250, 200, 250, 300, 250, um, to 6 million, 6.6 million. It looks like a skyscraper in data form. Now, we've seen it now, um, and that's a good thing, not a bad thing. Counties, cities, and health authorities all over the world are reconsidering their coronavi or coronavirus advice that most people don't need to wear masks. Now we're starting to go that maybe we should be all be wearing masks or something mask-like. 
like a scarf, um, not like a plastic garbage bag. <laughs> you need oxygen. But now, like, the, the rules are changing a little bit. You're going to see Congress push for another stimulus bill, and Wall Street's going to like it. Uh, because Congress tends to not shoot a little needle into the arm. They pull out the the needle that makes kids cry when they see the shots coming. Like, you're talking about 12-incher. And he goes, you're just going to put the end of that in me, right? And he's like, no, all 12 inches are going in. So initial claims being at 10 million now in the past two weeks, you're going to hear more and more people stress about what's the government going to do. This is my opinion that because 10 million Americans have become unemployed, those are potentially 10 million voters. And Congress will act quickly to get some more fiscal relief going. It's not inflationary what's happening right now to us with, with all the money. It's actually deflationary, which is just a head scratcher. Because you can't stimulate demand. If people are told to not fly and people are told to stay in their house, you can't stimulate that. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black's show. If you need a copy of what to do with that $2 trillion, send an email to chad at newfocusfinancial.com. It's chad at newfocusfinancial.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. So one of the things that I come back to is that I don't have a lot of emotions. Um, I read The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy when I was about eight years old. I did a lot of Monty Python, so... You know, I, I'm not going to say I was worldly in my calm and my my comedy. Uh, I'm going to say something like that. There was a line in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy about remaining calm, even though the world was about to come to an end. Just, you know, have tea, be British, remain calm, right? So maybe what I'm saying is maybe I got some British in me. I don't know. Um, it helps. As an investor, it helps. So do consider it. Um, there's no guarantees in the short term on what's going to happen in the stock market. What you have is a 100-year track record to look at. And we've been through pandemics before. The Spanish flu. Let's play a quick game of Jeopardy. Where was the Spanish flu originating from? Where was the Spanish flu originated and the answer is Ohio, which kind of is a little misleading with the name Spanish. We didn't have mass airline travel then. So when we look at the deaths and we look at the shock of the economy, it's going to be a little bit different. Um, but try to remain calm right now. Coronavirus should be a wake-up call for you as an individual if you're not saving correctly or in the improper manner. Or as a corporation, it, it should be a call that you are modeling 10% corrections over a 5% quarterly correction, and we got 20% in both a quarter. Like, whoa, 30%. Some sectors, 40%. Coronavirus 2019, uh, COVID-19, that's where the 19 comes from, um, has put us at a financial peril. And it's really, really odd because I do radio and television. I do, I talk about markets and I can't quote unquote make money right now because I'm being told to stay at home. Now, I'm lucky because I can do it that way. Most people can't. 
I've prepared for a worst case scenario, financially speaking, that maybe lasts a year, not three years. Um, so this should be a wake up call. Now, Cheryl Sandberg is out there, Facebook's chief operating officer, and I don't know how much we really want to have everyone have opinions right now, but she too is saying, you know, uh, women, you are being inordinately punished during this because you already make less than a man does, and if you're losing the same job as the man, wow. Over the course of a career, a woman stands to make $900,000 less than the male counterpart. That's a lot of money. That's a whole retirement funding for some people. I want to fund somewhere between $1 million to $2 million for retirement for myself. But if I start factoring in wife and kids, I want to get somewhere between two and $4 million total. And if I were a woman and making $900,000 less than my male counterpart, that's a lot of money. Let's say you work a year and you make $100,000 a year for 40 years. You got $4 million. That's what you can expect to live off of from age 60 to 100. But the problem is, if you're working, you're also probably paying rent or mortgage. You're also buying food. You're going on dates. You're right, making a baby. Those aren't cheap. So you can kind of see that to get to that 2 to $4 million, I'm going to have to make more money. Or I'm going to have to invest better. Or I'm going to have to spend nothing and save it all. And now I'm starting to see my friends talk about food banks and GoFundMe pages. I'm like, oh. I'm glad I was prepared. I'm not a Boy Scout. I didn't even like Boy Scouts when I was growing up. I was just like, who wants to go out in the woods with ticks? And that doesn't sound like fun. I know you're saying you weren't that masculine, were you, as a kid, Rob? No, I was not. Weekly jobless claims are huge. 6.6 million in a week. That's a lot of people. Um, It's a... It'll be a test to the system to see if it, it operates smoothly. Hard to sit by job losses. States with the most initial claims for unemployment adjusted for the size of the workforce. What do you think it is? It's not California. It's not a big state per se. What state has been adjusted for their population with the most losses? Sending people to the unemployment line. It's the great state. Well, Washington state's lost a good percentage. Hawaii. For every thousand workers, how many people are being laid off? Hawaii, 7.3 out of every thousand workers. 73 out of every thousand. 73 out of every thousand. It's an even bigger number, Donald. Um, So that makes sense. Tourism, flights, travel, right? Nevada's way up there. 46 people out of every thousand employees. California, 45 out of every thousand. Some states that make the list that are hard to figure. Rhode Island? Um, I, I, Alaska, Maryland, Nebraska. So the positive wage differential that we've seen in the last five years, 10 years happen is starting to dwindle. Donald Trump being good friends with dictators is starting to pay off. I know you're saying, please tell me you didn't just say that out loud. He tends to like Putin and Kim Jong-il and people who control absolute power and who are voted in for life. Dun, dun, dun. Is that coming? Well, he made a phone call to Putin and he said something along the lines of back off the oil price war. And because the Saudis love any real estate developer and real estate developers love any Saudi sheik with billions of dollars in oil money, 
he should have a little bit of sway on this. And maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. I know you're saying, is our president having ties to Saudi Arabia and Russia? Are you making that a good thing? If you want oil to go higher, maybe. Refinances came roaring back as mortgage rates dropped. I'm really positive on a couple things out of this whole COVID-19 is that we got mortgage rates to all-time record lows. And that's a good thing. If you are planning to live in a house 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, and you might have to go through COVID-2022, COVID-43 in the year 2043, like there's going to be other things that come up. But if you have a low-cost mortgage, you get locked into that for 30 years. That's not bad. Now, unfortunately, we seem to be living in crisis world for the last 20 years since 9-11, where one crisis follows another. The truth is we live in a crisis every single year. There's a wall of worry, whether it's high oil in the 70s or low oil today. In the end, we want the world to make money. Not too much, not too little. $20 barrel oil is too little. Um. I was once speaking with a secretary of state on this radio show, Rob Black and Your Money, when it was a national radio show. Um, and I said, you know, 9-11, is it going to happen again? He goes, if you don't want 9-11 to happen again, he goes, you want higher oil. You give the Middle East jobs and money, and they'll gladly work. You take away their, their, their money and their profits, and you, you, it's easier to radicalize people. And say, look at the Americans. They got all these wonderful toys. So you kind of see that there are some positives here. We want a little higher oil. Um, 800-516-1220 if you have any questions. Luckin Coffee or Lukin Coffee crashes 81% on investigation. Anytime a company is being investigated by regulators, it's it's a bad thing. And it, it you turn into shoot first, ask questions later. I own no shares of Luckin. I saw them as a play on like a Chinese Starbucks. And you did stories on them as they grew and as their numbers were impressive and their stock roared. You can't possibly see their financials. It takes an investigation to get access to that. The S&P 500 is up almost 2%. The Dow is up almost 2%. The NASDAQ up one and quarter percent. Russell 2000 is up. So we started lower. April 1st was not a good day. Worst first day of a quarter ever. Now, today, we're fighting back some of those gains, clawing back some of those losses. The only problem with that is we're doing that because of jobless claims smash records. It takes that kind of wake-up call to get people motivated. Good thing, bad thing, I don't care. Um, demon known versus demon unknown. I've seen this play out before. A lot of people think we need to put in one more bottom. I'm going to ask you to go to a chart of the Dow Jones Industrial Average 30. You can go to yahoo.com, hit finance, hit the Dow 30, take a look at the chart, go out six months or a year, go out, heck, go out a year. It'll be easier for you to see. Um, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm thinking oppositely. Uh, go out a month or six months. And what you'll see are these little debuts. We had one. When the market hit 18,394 on March 23rd, and there was another one, um, 18,340 a couple days later. It was a little bit of a debut. It's called a double bottom. It's when it's a point when people don't sell anymore. 
Now, this was like a weekly double bottom. We probably need to put in a quarterly double bottom. So if you're asking me what's the lowest I see this market going to, about 19,000, a little bit lower, 200 points lower. But I'm not a technician. And then I expect I'm all in if it can put in a double bottom. Right now, I'm going to scale into things that I really, really want or things that I'm overexposed and I'm going to trim back. Things that I've never had that I've kind of wanted, I'm going to be interested in. You can learn more about me at newfocusfinancial.com or robblackshow.com. If you want a copy of what to do during the with all the stimulus, drop chat and email chat at newfocusfinancial.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. I do wildly appreciate it. Stocks opened higher after a two-day slide. Oil prices surged 35% after President Trump and said Saudi Arabia and Russia could soon cut oil production. A lot of damage is being done to U.S. companies there. If I'm not president, and I don't want to be president, but if I were president, I'd be a little pissed off at Saudi Saudi Arabia and Russia for going after market share gains at the cost of other countries' market shares and other countries' jobs. But I'm not president. Keep in mind, if I'm president, I'm repealing Prop 13, and that's not going to sit well with Californians. Jobless claims more than doubled to a record 6.6 million. That's the story of the day. Tomorrow, we're going to get the first Friday of the month. That's going to be dun, 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 drama. Walgreens Boots Alliance, which is kind of this crazy, you used to know what Walgreens was, and you used to know what drug distributors were, and now they're kind of in the same business, same companies. Um. Walgreens boots down 7.8%. And you're like, isn't that a drugstore and a drug distributor? Kind of is. Shouldn't they be doing great? They kind of should be. Company beat top and bottom line estimates, but results did not include much of the impact of the coronavirus since the quarter ended on February 29th. We're getting into a little bit of earnings. And as we're getting into jobs, Every Thursday, we're going to see first-time unemployment claims. And the first Friday of the month, we're going to see the unemployment rate. But as we get into earnings, we're starting to see what the guidance is going to look like. And that's going to be a story for the second half of 2020. Wow, that's a weird thing to say. 2020. It's weird being born like right on the the hump of the millennial uh, cutover, right, of – 2000, where you're like, 2020, I didn't expect to live this long. I remember when we thought 2000 was going to have like flying spaceships. So stocks are a little higher, not glorious, but not bad. We're putting in some sideways action. I would like for us to go down another 10% and get it over with. I know you're saying, what's going to take us 10% lower? I don't know. It could be delays. It could be fiscal stimulus fights with Republicans, Democrats, it could be death totals jumping, or it could be another black swan. What if COVID-19 becomes COVID-20, where a new strain is introduced? I'm not saying that to be a jerk. I'm saying that to like throw down, like, you have to know it can go far right or far left. 
but we'll probably get the moderate middle. Oil prices are surging. Um, you know oil's not going to stay at $20 a barrel for long. It's not going to stay at $30 a barrel for long. It seems to find a happy place in our mindset between 40 and 60 President Trump tweeted about an hour ago, about 30 minutes ago, just spoke to my friend, the crown prince of Saudi Arabia, who spoke with President Putin of Russia, and I, and hope that they will be cutting back approximately 10 million barrels and maybe substantially more, which, if it happens, will be great for the oil and gas industry. I don't know. But you're seeing everything from Occidental Petroleum to Total, BP, Devon Energy, Chevron Texaco, Apache. You're seeing them all move higher. It's a sector that's down 50%, a lot like the sector, probably down 60% in some cases, because to search for oil and deliver oil, it takes a lot of cash, which takes a lot of borrowing. And corporate debt's kind of a right now. But we've already seen a good bounce now. Uh, 22% up on Apache. Devon Energy up 21%. Uh, EOG Resources up 18%. Chevron up 11%. When I was a little boy, Chevron and Exxon might have moved 4 or 5% a year. And now you're seeing 10% in a day. It tells you it's wonky. BP up 9%. Noble Energy up 10%. Exxon Mobil up 9%. So there's a big winner out there today. Not the overall market, but energy. It got too beaten up, and people looked at it and licked their lips and said, I'm in. Today's bullish bias is notable as it comes on the heels of the worst jobless initial claims ever. Initial claims come out every Thursday. You've been fired. Now go collect your free money from the state or the government. Initial claims soared to $6.64 million underscoring how bad things are right now with a sudden economic stop. The easiest way I can tell that in a story is um, my sugar booger works at a museum. And on Friday, she went to bed thinking she's going to get fired on Monday. And on Monday, she got laid off for two or three months for a load. Now, it could have been worse. It wasn't. But she doesn't work for the money, per se. She works for the art. I went to a restaurant maybe three Tuesdays ago, sat down at the bar, had lunch, and um, the following day, they were closed, order out only, and all their staff was let go except for the two owners, which happened to be husband and wife, which I don't know which is worse, um, staying in place in your, your home or staying in place at work with your spouse. I'm only kidding, but you know what? The divorce rate has actually spiked in the last three weeks. You know why? The filing for divorces. Because when people go from $5 million in worth to $4 million, they're like, ha, 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 let's divorce to the splits less than it would have been. Let's put it to them one more final time, so to speak, right? True story. Spike in divorces as asset prices collapsed. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. I'm, uh, you can also get a copy of what to do with all this stimulus money, how to get yours, by emailing chad, chad at newfocusfinancial.com.